This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Speaking of men who are incredible, Mike Morgan joins us right now on the Roman guest line. Mike Morgan, thank you for joining the show. Are you watching any of these games around the NBA or in college basketball? Because right now we are sweating. Watched a lot this past weekend. Watched a whole lot of the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Kind of have a vested interest in that. And just watching kind of the cream rise to the top right now in in college basketball. I think we're starting to really figure out who the top teams are and who some of the teams that everybody was high on early. I think you're seeing some of that stock drop. And, Mike, I know you're on the call this week for Vandy and Kentucky. And Kentucky on Saturday, that was the game that, like, everybody was waiting for and then uh, finally hits the prime time. And it was never really close. 80-62, they beat Kansas. Uh, they were actually five-point underdogs. Easy money right there with Kentucky. They're now number five in the country. Mm-hmm. And it seems like with Coach Cal, you know, that first month of the season – it's always one and dones. He doesn't even put in his defense till the second month of the season. So there's always some growing pains, but right now they look really scary. When you prep for this game, uh, what are you seeing from Kentucky? Cause right now they look really good. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing a team that's national championship. Good. Uh, by the way, if you bet the money line on that one, you could have yeah. breathed easy at halftime. That game was, was pretty much over. I mean, what Kentucky did to Kansas in that game is something that you just don't see at Allen Fieldhouse ever. And I, I've been, talking about this for a couple of months now this this Kentucky team obviously it's different from last year last year was just a train wreck but it's really different than a Kentucky team we've seen in a long time because they're old right that's the oldest team in the history of Kentucky basketball with the transfers and a lot of times these transfers because everybody's got them now right like transfers are just part of the DNA of every basketball program but he finally got the right combination I mean think about this you got Shibway, who is right now a, a finalist for player of the year, the nation's leading rebounder, transfer from West Virginia. Xavier Wheeler leads the team and the SEC in assists, transfer from Georgia. And Kellen Grady is a guy who came from Davidson, known as a shooter. And a lot of people said, well, yeah, but is can he really make it at the next level with that shot? Kind of, kind of reminds you what they said about some guy named Curry who played right. Davidson years ago. And that dude is, I think, just the best pure spot-up shooter in the game. So all three of those guys, and then you add a a top-10 NBA pick in Ty Ty Washington, who's one of the smoothest-looking freshmen I've seen in a long time. Cal's got the combination. I, I mean, he hasn't had this good of a combo in a long time. So to me, they are every bit as legit as that new top five ranking would indicate. Uh, let's talk about a younger team. We just talked about an older team. Let's talk about a younger team in Duke, okay? And I, I see what they did against Louisville after that that game against Clemson. They won. They squeaked out a win, uh, 71-69. They take on Louisville, and it was close until the end. Now they have Notre Dame tonight. 
and they just roll Notre Dame. Yeah. How serious do you think this Duke team is? And I feel like that might be a trick question, knowing that it's Duke and they're coached by Shashevsky. They're always serious. But I think a lot of people have had a had an issue trying to get a read on this Duke team this year because there's so many new moving pieces that don't look like their star ceiling is as clear-cut as some other guys who have come through there as their number one prospects. Banchero's really good, but he, I feel like – you know, he's a little quiet sometimes. Like, yeah. A.J. Griffin was a story of the weekend and other guys in the paint as well. Like, what what's your impression of Duke, uh, you know, at the halfway point here? They take on UNC on Friday. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Cause it's funny you would, you would ask me about those two teams in the same sentence because remember, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, Duke basically blasted Kentucky. Yeah. You're saying, well, clearly Duke with Bancaro and – Coach K's last year, like they're they're at a, just a different level. But I, I think the opposite is true. I, Duke's playing well. Don't get me wrong. They're they're certainly very good. But I think if you had a rematch, for example, on a neutral floor, Kentucky Duke, I, I, I think Kentucky would actually be a slight favorite in that mm. one from from a Vegas standpoint. Look, Duke's really good. I, I the, when you start talking about the teams that are national championship good, right? Not just Final Four good, but but national championship good. I I think. Duke, Kentucky, Auburn, those are three that are right in there. I know Kansas had a, a humbling day at the office against uh, Kentucky on Saturday, but they're still up there for certain. And then, you know, who else comes out of the, the Big 12? I, I, I don't know. I, I think Kansas and, and Baylor are, are kind of the, the, the two teams that, that stand above the rest in that conference. And then, you know, the Pac-12, it's, it's again, it's, it's show me and I'll believe you because I know there was a lot of hype preseason on the Pac-12 and then that continued early part of the year. But I, I just, I'm not there yet. I, I like UCLA. I don't know if I love UCLA. Southern Cal has fallen at, at Oregon. I mean, I, I just don't know if that league is has got that signature team that can go all the way this year, whereas the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC with Duke, I mean, the Big Ten with Purdue, there, there are a number of teams out there that I think are, are final four good and have a chance to go all the way. So as we continue to get deeper and deeper, like we know who, which teams can do that, but we don't know which one is, is going to cut the nets down. So I, I think there's still a level of suspense in college basketball, which is what we love. It's, that's what differs from football, where we, we're talking about the same three or four teams every year in college football. And we don't have that many surprises, quite frankly. Um, Purdue, t- they took on uh, Ohio State over the weekend, and that was such a good game. You got yeah. Jaden Ivey against EJ Liddell, or Little, excuse me. What What do you think about those two guys in terms of an NBA, um, uh, with your NBA goggles on? Jaden Ivey is the real dude. I can watch him play basketball all day, every day. But then EJ had a slow first half, but then comes on the second half and just erupts and even, you know, makes that game more competitive than it appeared to be early on. Like just both of their NBA stock in your eyes. Oh boy. We're going, we're going NBA stock. which will be in <laughs> June. That's a tough one to say. I mean, I like both of them. I, I think they're both first round guys. You know, what's going to be interesting to me is going to be now, what are we looking at in terms like there, there's not a, a Zion Williamson per se, like yeah. a guy that just can't miss according to NBA scouts. And of course we all know Zion is a struggle with injuries. So even that's not a true can't miss, but there's not that one guy that everybody is saying is the pure number one pick. I really think if, if I had, uh, if I was sitting there at number one, whoever it might be come June, I'm telling you, telling you who I'm taking. And that's Jabari Smith of Auburn. Mm-hmm. Like that dude is imagine Ben Simmons, but with a jump shot, 
Wow. Yeah, ben Simmons with confidence. Ben Simmons with feel for the game. Uh, all the things that Ben Simmons has not proven to be, and he was a number one pick. I, I look at Jabari Smith and I say, my goodness, the body type is the same, but he can shoot from 25 feet in. He's got handle. He blocks shots. Uh, he doesn't shy away from the big moments, and he and he plays beyond his years as a a 19 year old freshman. To me, that that doesn't mean he's going to win the Player of the Year in college basketball. I don't even know if he'll be the Player of the Year in the SEC. Again, I think that's probably going to be Sheboy. But in terms of draft guy upside, the guy that fits the NBA game the best, that's your guy. Mike, we only got about like uh, 90 seconds here, so about a minute and a half. But uh, Florida, Mississippi, I know you're on the call coming up this Saturday. These teams just met January 24th, and Florida got blown out by 16. It's been an up-and-down year uh, for Florida. You see the same result coming up this Saturday, or do you think maybe Florida's going to put something together and maybe make a little run the second half of the season here? I think Florida has to. I think for Mike White they have to, and I think you'll see a different Florida team. Look, they were getting crushed at home against – uh, Oklahoma, the on, on the SEC Big Twelve Challenge, yeah. and then all of a sudden they just completely turned it around, and and that's what they're going to have to do again uh, the rest of this season because you know Auburn and Kentucky to me are in a different class in the SEC, and then there's like five or six teams that are all just sitting there in the middle that are going to be in all likelihood tournament teams, but they could also find themselves. Uh, on the bubble, and that's where Florida is right now. They're, they are on the bubble. They don't have a great margin of error. This would be a bad home loss if they lose it. Yeah. So they're missing Colin Castleton. He's one of the best big guys in the SEC. He's got a shoulder injury. Don't know if he's going to come back. They're going to have to win really small the rest of the way, but I think they win that one on Saturday. 